I, I, I maybe I did play it just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative in your on campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> Welcome back to 88.3 WGTs. After further review, we just got done talking about Urban Meyer with David the Man of God Harris. Now we're going to the pros. And we're going to talk a little bit about the AFC West season preview. And David, you, I know you're ready to go. And actually, we're going to probably get into, where is it? This one right here. So once again, David, listen. Are you ready? Ready. All right. Go ahead. All right, so we'll go from we'll go from worst to first, and I, I think in the basement this year will be the LA, formerly San Diego Superchargers. Ooh, they said they got a revamp. They said they revamped it all. But go ahead, the Chargers, the Superchargers aren't going to be too supercharged. No, I think their defenses still are, have a lot of questions. They've taken a lot of hits, and yes, they revamped. They're trying to get younger, but I think. Because of the division that they're playing in, I think they may go two and four with the AFC West. Tough schedule throughout. I have the Chargers finishing no better than seven and nine. And I think will this year be the final year of Philip Rivers and his bolo tie? Like everyone keeps saying, okay, how much longer can he go? And usually that conversation for a quarterback that's had playoff success that you know, made deep runs, possibly even to a Super Bowl or two. But Phil, Phil Rivers never really got over the hump during the prime of his career. And I think now that he's on the tail end, yes, they're putting all these skilled players around him, but you got to start thinking about the future if you're in the L.A. Chargers fan base. All right, who next? There's and I, I think next in third place, in third place in quotation marks, I the Denver Broncos. And for me, their biggest question is, is Case Keenum really your quarterback? Like, I know he they brought him in with the big money signing, which is kind of all intent purposes, kind of getting rid of the Trevor Simeon kind of project. Like, kind of, I don't know if they're still, like, throwing away Paxton Lynch, but... Again, it goes back to, okay, John Elway, you're supposed to be this quarterback whisperer, this quarterback guru. Like, why don't you have a quarterback that can be confident? And I was thinking about this earlier. Like, I really think that it's going to be the defense that wins them at least five or six games while they try to kind of complement and kind of take place in part of the offense. Because offense is going to struggle. They have kind of a makeshift running back core where they really don't know who their feature back will be. Wide receivers, you have some nice pieces here. You have some young guys that have come in and we've seen throughout this preseason. Like, they have some weapons there. There's some chemistry there between Keenum and the young guns, the wide receiver and the veterans. And we know about the defense. that just keeps getting better and better. 
but in a league where everyone talks about if you don't have a quarterback, you're not going to be successful, can Case, can Case Keenum be that guy? And I'm not saying he has to go out and throw for 4,500 yards and you know, 35 touchdowns. Like, can he at least be like what Brock Osweiler paid Manning was when they went to the Super Bowl? Just competent enough to not make any mistakes and trust that your defense will get the stops that we know that the defense will get. And so I think Denver will finish this season 9-7. and seven. Oh, okay. So, all right. Next. Next one. And I have these. I have Kansas City and Oakland going one and one a because I think that it'll be the class of this this division this year. But in second place, I have the Oakland Raiders. And I say Oakland is supposedly on the rise, and we've seen this over the past couple of seasons. No, I mean mainly because with the return of or the rise of Khalil Mack being an elite defender and now with him holding out there's a lot of questions kind of the relationship that he will have with incoming coach John Gruden and but it again for me you kind of know what the defense is going to be how they're going to look but this is now the time where Derek Carr has to be kind of this is his put up or shut up year for me mm-hmm. like I know he's battled with injuries in recent year I know a lot of times kind of Derek Carr's struggle with games like this has got to be the year that Derek Carr proves he's with the money because again in the quarterback market they're talking about big money you know I don't even remember the numbers up, but we know like kind of uh, Derek Carr live up to the hype he has wide receiver he has a decent running back core behind him he has a solid offensive line. It's not on you, Derek Carr, to be the guy that everyone said that you would be coming out when you were kind of a second round steal. But I think Oakland finishes the season eleven and five, but they lose their division tiebreaker to who I believe will be the division champ, which is the Kansas City Chiefs. Hmm. You think the Chiefs will Kareem the dream from the Rockets? Yeah, and for those that think Kareem will have a sophomore slump, like we saw him at Toledo, like he's not going to have a sophomore slump unless he gets hurt, which mm-hmm. we're all hoping that he doesn't get hurt. But Kareem is what you saw last year. Like this, this man child is a beast, and he will be again the focal point of that offense. They have. Patrick Mahomes, who's bringing in, who I think will take a lot more risk than check down Charlie Alex Smith. <laughs> and so that will complement their wide receiving core and Travis Kelsey, who is the second best tight end in the league right now behind Gronkowski. Like, offensively, they have the weapons. I think for me, the biggest issue with Kansas City is can they limit the pressure? Can they get enough pressure defensively from their front seven to complement what is a pretty good secondary core but could be better. And so we've seen a lot of problems and we've seen especially in playoff games like the secondary they can get beat here or there. And so while we know what we're going to get offensively defense is a question but I think Kansas City finds a way to overcome that throughout the season 
they may have a little bit of slip up here or there, but I expect Kansas City to finish eleven and five and have two victories over Oakland that will catapult them into that divisional final. Wow! So you got the Chiefs winning the whole division, huh? Yeah. Followed by the Raiders, one A and one B. Broncos are third because obviously they, Casey Keenum yeah, he may or may not do something, and then the Chargers, the L A. Chargers last. You play in a soccer stadium, by the way. Yeah, and I think, like, I wouldn't be surprised if we see both Kansas City and Oakland in the playoffs. I know you've seen in kind of recent times the AFC West sometimes has won. Sometimes they'll sneak that second team in. But if you have to play Oakland in that 3-6 matchup or that 5-4 matchup, like, Oakland is a team with kind of new-look, crazy-headed, you know, Spire 2 wide banana John Gruden, like, they could be a formidable team in the playoffs. Yeah, that is true. We'll see. Though. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see how John Gruden relates to the players and how he coaches after being out the game for 10 years. I mean, it's one thing to be in the booth and see the changes. It's another thing to actually be in the, in the fire. Yeah, and I think kind of what I'm most, most curious to see is kind of how John Gruden does having to really build up. And again, it goes back to not play or not being in the coaching, kind of on the coaching sidelines for a lot of time. But kind of, we know John Gruden's a football mind. We know his brilliance. We've seen it on Monday night for the past decade. Mm -hmm. But when things are going bad and knowing that kind of the ghost of Al Davis is forever hovering over that facility, over that franchise, like what, what adjustments will he make? When, say, for example, they get on a two-game losing skid, or they come out flat in a first half against an opponent that they should be beating, mm-hmm. or if they get you know the break speed off them, how would John Gruden adjust? Like, it's one thing to talk about in Monday Night Football. Well, you know, here's the adjustments they made from week to week, but like when it's when you're the head coach, that's a whole different story. Yeah, it is. It is a whole different head, uh, story. So you're basically saying that the Chiefs win the division. How how does uh, Kareem Hunt do in his second season? Does he have the sophomore slump, or does he continue like he did with his rookie season, where he came out and just pretty much punched everybody in the mouth? And I think he led the league in rushing. Or yeah, was he, he second? He did get Gurley. the rushing title. Okay. Or, yeah, it was like by like a handful of y'all. Right. And so I I think and Kareem, if you're listening. I'm not trying to put a whole bunch of expectations on you, but at least 1,600 yards, and we'll go 15, at least 15 total touchdowns. Because we know Kareem can catch too. Right. So, so yeah, I think that would be a solid sophomore season for Kareem. 1,600 on the ground. We'll go eh, 250 through the air, mm-hmm. receiving yards. I don't think he'll get as many check down Charlie's as he had with Alex Smith last year. But, yeah, I could see him getting close to having a similar season to what we saw from Alvin Kamara last year, where he's a weapon both on the ground and in the passing game. Mm. And especially around the goal line. I think Kareem Hunt will we'll see those muscles. We'll see him hopefully not, you know, 
first drive of the new season, but mm. but so, yeah, I I think Kareem Hunt will you we'll know we'll know that Kareem's the truth. Right. So when we're in the AFC, let's talk a little bit about Jalen Ramsey real quick. What'd you have to say? You wanted to mention that in last week's show. Yeah, and so kind of talking about Jalen Ramsey, and I'll have a little bit more because he really opens eyes about the team's NFC Westerns. So Jalen Ramsey, in his interview with GQ, was talking about quarterback. And within the AFC West, he was basically said that Phil Rivers is a pretty good quarterback. Now, yeah, everyone's thinking, okay, that's, you know, here or there. But if you really listen and compliment that, what he said about Phil Rivers, combined with him saying that Derek Carr, he thinks is a good quarterback, and then convince that with what he said about Eli Manning and Big Ben. Two quarterbacks that have won multiple Super Bowls. Granted, it's been a while for Big Ben and Eli Manning. But to say that Eli Manning is, you know, is more relying on a wide receiver in terms of his success with Big Ben, he's a gunslinger, and it's more Antonio Brown. First of all, most quarterbacks are known by the receiver. Like we say, Joe Montana is great because he had Jerry Rice, who is the GOAT in terms of wide receiver. Like, we don't degrade or weaken Joe Montana because he had Jerry Rice. We say Jerry Rice made Joe Montana who he was, and Montana was, you know, made Jerry Rice who he was. And so, kind of just some of those kinds of things when you look at who Jalen Ramsey thinks is good versus not good, and when we get to NFC West, I'll I'll have a little bit more to say about that because of a certain quarterback that he says didn't light him up or diced him up, but actually did kind of if you go through the pro football focus. But I was just curious to see kind of what Jalen, who Jalen Ramsey talked about and didn't talk about. I kind of wish he talked about kind of Alex Smith, the check down Charlie. I wish he would have talked about Case Keenum from his time in Minnesota. But, yeah, it's... Jalen Ramsey, like, you like your cornerbacks to talk. He's always been a kind of a trash shocker in your face kind of guy since he's been in the league. But his evaluation of quarterback, probably not the best. And I say probably loosely. Man, David, keeping it real here on 88.3 WTs. After further review, his AFC West preview and of Jalen Ramsey. Ramsey. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to come back with the NFC West from uh, David the Man of God Harris. I am I am excited to hear this one. David, you've done a great job on these previews, man. Yeah, one more seven divisions down, one to go, and this one is probably going to ruffle a lot of feathers in the state of California. <laughs> All right, we'll have that and more here on 88.3 WTs. After further review, make sure you check out his previews on our podcast at WHT After Further Review on SoundCloud and just After Further Review on iTunes. When we return, the NFC West, this is how the West was won, the last division on David the Man and God Harris 2018 preseason NFL preview. 